quick one for my loyal listeners next week's episode is officially sponsored by lemonade an underwear brand that changed my opinion on wireless bras i'm giving you guys a heads up in case you wanted to get some lovely new sets before valentine's day next week whether that's some self-care or for someone special i ordered last thursday and it came by saturday so there's still plenty of time to order and use the code sounds 20 s-o-u-n-d-s 20 and get 20% off site-wide when spending over £30. All this info is in the show notes, so no need to remember it now. And you or that special someone will thank me next week. I'm sure of it. One guy, turned out his mum was like a Playboy bunny, and his dad like owned a fat, like a chain of restaurants in the Bahamas or wherever. But he decided to go on a date rowing in Regent's Park, wearing a shirt on a day where it was pissing down with rain. And like he just had the most erect nipples the entirety of the day. Happy Tuesday and welcome back to Single Sounds. This is Katie Mack, the host and creator of this dating podcast that is basing dating on a more authentic you. This week's guest is looking for a man with good morals, values and curiosity. She is an East London girl who believes in splitting bills and that everyone should be chivalrous. She isn't afraid to get vulnerable and talk about her toxic traits and intrusive shower thoughts. Welcome to Single Sounds. Lovely to have you. Thank you. Nice to be here. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Uh, let's start with your profile. Who, what, where. So who are you sexually attracted to? Um, I am attracted to men. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Still. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Still hanging in there. Um, and what are you looking for? This is a really tricky question, I think, because... You don't want to go in with like all the conditions and mm. criteria. Yeah, a list is not not good. Yeah, there's still a list. <laughs> Guilty. I guess age range um, would be like around 31 to 35 because my age sits slap bang in the middle of that. <laughs> um, just, yeah, full on disclaimer there. And yeah, I'm going to go in with height because I've, I've done the kind of shorter king yeah. dynamic and it just didn't work out for me so well. Personality is obviously the most important thing in the world, but like height is still in there in the ring wait so how tall are we talking um like over six foot six foot and over i think yeah around that ballpark okay i mean i'm five five so it's like a bit ridiculous ask but... <laughs> i feel like we can deal with the five ten yeah maybe sure, sure. yeah so I, I won't put words in your mouth it's up to you <laughs> i only have those, like tiktoks in my head right now where you have like he's a 10 but he's five foot tall yeah <laughs> He's a, he's or a the two. other way around, like he's a two, <laughs> yeah. but he's six foot four, and everyone's like, oh, "Give it a go." Yeah, that's me. The other thing, like I've like really established, and I think it's really important to like shout it out, is just having like good morals and values. Yeah, I think it's one of those things you overlook when you're younger, and I just think it's super important. Like, I see my family every weekend, and people think that's really weird, <laughs> and they don't obviously have to do that. It's just more like having an understanding, like it's important. Yeah, exactly. Just not getting annoyed if you want to go see your family instead of going to a party or like it's or what you prioritize or, do both. <laughs> or both but as but yeah. in it's yeah if they invite you to something you're going to want to go mm-hmm. I think is the key because yeah. I'd be the same I would choose my family over most things if they really wanted me somewhere I'd be there so yeah 100% I'd need someone that understood that I think having like a similar like outlook on it is useful but yeah just family is really important I guess mm. Um, and that's pretty much it and just not being a dickhead <laughs> also quite helpful <laughs> be nice just be a nice person yeah yeah 
Oh, actually, I've got one last one, which I'll okay. throw into the ring. To be curious and like interested in yeah, stuff and stand one. for something. And mm. um, people who are just like, yeah, I'm just going to sit at home, watch Netflix all day, every day. Although I love doing that. Yeah. Just like. Have something else. Have, have something, something else, yeah. Yeah, Netflix isn't a personality trait. <laughs> Even though I try to, th- I sometimes think it is mine, but. I think it's mine. I like completed it for Same. sure. During I like, and I'm proud of to say I've watched probably the top 10, like every. Even the trashiest of TV yeah, yeah. series, yeah. If it's in the top ten, I'm watching it. That's how I go. Your algorithm is you are defined by your algorithm. Literally. <laughs> so, no, I swear it's like the UK top ten. So it's not like based on what I like. It says my match, but the top ten is just like That's rough. a really good question. I should probably know the answer to this. Roughly. Though, it's just what I think everyone's it is UK watching. top ten, yeah. Because sometimes I do watch the top ten, it says like forty percent, and I'm like, well, like here the Jeffrey we go. Dharma series. Like, yeah. was that really something that was recommended to me? Am I a sociopath? <laughs> But when it says 99, I'm so excited. I'm like, oh, here we go. Oh, God, you're one of those people that does a thumbs up on Netflix, aren't you? Yes, I did like this. Recommend me more. I've actually never done that. I add stuff to list, just so don't forget, in case it drops out of the top 10. And I'm like, oh, I might like that one. That's your interaction with Netflix. Literally. (laughs) Okay, and final one. Where would you like to date? This one, yeah, I love to explore, based on that last point. I love to explore, like other areas of London. So I live in East London. Mm-hmm. It's like two stops from Bank on the old DLR. Nice. Um, Do you sit at the front? Oh, yeah. Like, um, what's it called? <laughs> Thunder Mountain. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the ride the, at uh, Disney Mountain. Oh, um, yeah, it's Thunder Mountain. Is it Thunder Mountain? It is Thunder Mountain. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to say like Rocky like Road, but it's not. It's Thunder Mountain. Rocky Road. <laughs> <laughs> a well-known <laughs> <geographer. laughs> Um Yeah, but sit at the front like an absolute kid. But yeah, yeah DLR's great because everyone always calls it the free LR and doesn't pay for it. You don't have to tap yeah, in yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm smart. a payer though. I'm one of those. I pay every time. I feel <laughs> like a mug. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, I always just get worried. Yeah, I live in East London, anywhere within the M25. So I'm from Northwest London. Okay. Um. So yeah, South, East, West. I'm into it. Yeah. Maybe less West London. It is a trek from East. It's not just that. It's just it's not my vibe. <laughs> it's too prim and proper. <laughs> Like a little grime around the edges. <laughs> Interpret that how you will. <laughs> it's true. If you choose to live in East, you kind of probably prefer it a little bit sketchy. <laughs> yeah. Don't know what to expect when you walk out of the house. <laughs> Could be anything. I don't know what to say about my personality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't know. Has an edge. I like it. What are your two truths and a lie? Tricky. This is trying to so much to play with. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, okay. So going for number one. In 2015, oh. I auditioned for The Great British Bake Off when it was on the BBC. Nice. Number two, I once had a coffee with Bill Nye, if you know who that is, the guy who is in love, actually. Oh. I feel it in my Yeah, yeah. Um, so I had a coffee with him in Waterloo Station. And number three is I danced to Hey Ya by Outcast on stage oh, with Outcast at Wireless Festival. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Those are my wow. two truths and a lie. Did I really give you the eye contact that made you just threw you off? No. I don't normally look at that. People are like, oh, you always get it right. And I'm like, well, I don't know how. <laughs> just... You can see into I my soul. I don't actually read people's body language. <laughs> That's well, not true. Well, let's start with the, the d- dissecting. Normally the celebrity ones are a lie, but yours was quite low-key, like a coffee. Yeah. Um, it's not like crazy. The outcast one. Oh. oh, that's also a celebrity one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, but less about the celebrity, more about you 
doing the thing. Do you know sure. what I mean? Sure. Like being on stage. But that could have been with someone else. Those were, That's why those are tricky. You're really breaking this down. I mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. I have to. Otherwise, I don't get it right. <laughs> <laughs> and the first one, auditioning for Bake Off. I, myself, have auditioned for lots of silly things, like X Factor. <laughs> Did you actually? Yeah. Did you do the singing on the, on the star? No, I didn't get that far. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> I really want to get this right, but I don't think I am. I'm going to go Have out- faith in yourself. Outcast is a lie. No, it's true. You got it wrong. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always try and get it right. <laughs> yeah, always a winner, but not this time. Um, so yeah, the actual lie is me having a coffee with Bill Knight. Oh, but what's funny about it? I was so it close to going for that one. Is he actually asked? And I said no, turned him down. Stop. Yeah. So true. it was. It could have been true. Could have been true, but it was so far from it. Why did you reject him? Because I was in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> As in, were you already with him? No, I was oh. literally. I was just walking through Waterloo because I used to work down there. He was like, "Would you mind a coffee?" I just bumped into him. I was like, "Oh, you're Bob and Bill Knight." And um, he asked me if I wanted to go for a coffee. And oh I was my like, goodness. I can't. I'm sorry. Was he really? bored <laughs> does he know. do that with everyone do we, does he need a reason I don't know I'm not sure if he does that with everyone that's crazy I don't know maybe you were special maybe that's why I wanted to know so no we need to go back to Outcast for a little bit yeah what happened how did you get selected for that so the Outcast one was so jokes and unexpected I was basically like just raving in the crowd having a great time with one of my one of my friends or just with one one girl and this guy came up to me in the crowd was like do you want to come up on stage? He's from like New Orleans, so it's like American accent. He's like, oh. do you want to go up on stage and dance with Outkast? That was the worst American accent of all time. <laughs> that was <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was like, uh, yeah. Um, so then I got taken to the back stage. There's like six of us girls that were all caught on stage. Something very questionable. Yeah, um, slightly, but <laughs> never mind. And I was like, yeah, so... Positive discrimination at this point. Exactly. And was taken up on stage and then we were told to like shake it like a Polaroid picture. Oh my gosh. So that's what we did. How long ago was this? Um, this was in 2014. I uh, yeah, I feel like it's not a 2023 vibe. <laughs> yeah. But what was really cool about it is I looked down from the stage and I saw J. Cole, oh. an incredible rapper in the crowd, and he was beautiful. And you were like above him on stage. I, was above him being I, was, like, yes. I am better than you. I was you just at this not point. wearing the attire for, to be on stage. Uh, I was like wearing a jumpsuit. It was just not sexy. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but you know, when in Rome. That's great. What was the first one? Great British Bake Off. Oh, yeah. but Final 30, baby. Didn't get on. Like, Final 30? Yeah. So you're a good baker. Pretty Clearly. decent. Yeah. I actually took a. I ate us from it for like two years afterwards in the morning. <laughs> That's really sad. <laughs> oh, we need to know this. So down to the final 30. So they told you that clearly. Yeah. So like there's 12 Did that they go make on you the show. Yeah, so they made you bake. Yeah. <gasps> wow. You should take all like the, the producer interviews and repeat the question back that they ask you. But basically I just wasn't diverse enough. I tried to go in there with like the mixed race card. I'm, I'm serious. I was like, <laughs> Oh, they told you that? No, but you could oh, tell you by could the tell. people that actually went on TV. They were like, had someone who's from each different background. Right. I was just too confusing because of mixed race. <laughs> oh, Christ. It's just it's true. Uh, yeah, I see Audience what you mean. polls and demographics, just a thing. Yeah. Was that too many? I tried to like play like, I really like Spanish culture as well. Uh-oh. I, I was like, I like churros. <laughs> you were just trying to be so diverse. <laughs> I was trying to be so diverse. They were choosing. <laughs> Fuck the baking. <laughs> 
that's a pretty controversial opinion isn't it oh no i mean they do do it for sure like companies do it i feel like it's not a secret anymore is it like they have quotas to hit i'm sure with tv it's even worse yeah definitely because to be honest if they picked everyone of the same demographic they get slated too so it's a catch-22 probably for them it's not an easy job no to be fair because even if they wanted to select the best bakers who knows if that would be ethnically diverse yeah, Probably surely not. it's the quality of the bake. <laughs> Which mine weren't great, to be fair. <laughs> what did they get you to make? No, you had to make basically a savoury and a sweet. And one had to be uh, a multiple and one had to be a singular. So you could have like one loaf of bread and like six cupcakes. Or you could have one cake and right. six bread rolls or whatever. I made like this levantine loaf that was like really extravagant and made like a dip in the middle. That sounds and then nice. I made some like chocolate chip cookies, which just were a bit basic, bitch. So... That's the answer. <laughs> Nothing to do with diversity and inclusion. <laughs> the cookies were shit. The cookies Don't you were blame shit. it on diversity? <laughs> the EDI quotas. You know, final 30, I'll do it to you. And that's why you've never made a cookie again. Yes, yeah, very true. Sad. Let's move back to dating. <laughs> Tell oh, me Lord. your worst dating story. My worst dating story. So I've been on a couple of dates. I'm like, I've not been dating for like a really long period of time, as in like, Within between relationships, I'm just not like a heavy mm. dater. Um, but on a couple of really interesting ones, but I guess like the worst one was actually a guy I was I'd seen like for a little while. It might not even be that bad a story, but for me, I was a bit like, what? Um, so we went to Choto Mate in Soho in London. It was like a little slightly pricey like, Japanese joint. And if you've been, like, you'll know it's like three floors. And we went and we sat up on the top floor, sitting on one of those tables. Like, you know, when you go to a restaurant and you have those like, really narrow tables sitting beside like loads of other like two uh, tables, yeah. the gap in between the tables is like super minute. Yeah. So I was like sitting on the inside and I was like desperate for a wee <laughs> on this date. Um, so you were on like the booth I was on, like, side. on the booth side, yeah. And I was like really desperate and I just didn't want to like excuse the table next to me. Like have my like ass like... Yes, when they are too close, your bum is literally your bum is on their in their table. face. Yeah, yeah. and you're going to knock over a glass of wine and make a whole entire scene. So I'm just like holding it. Or they move the table and that's even more embarrassing. Yeah, it's like, I'm oh, like, you didn't think I'd fit? Exactly. It's so <laughs> awkward. You just can't win in the situation. No. So I just sing And this is a guy I've been like dating for like maybe a couple of months. So I just wanted to still impress him, I guess. And not have my ass be questionable on the stage. <laughs> um, so, yeah towards like the end of the meal I was like okay cool the couple next to us is left so I can like actually slide out and in that restaurant like the, the toilet's on the, the ground floor mm. so I had to like go down like three flights of stairs to get to the toilet and when I came upstairs after like going he was like that was good timing and I was like what do you mean and he was like you conveniently choose to go to the toilet just when we're just about to pay for the bill and I was like <gasps> Um, so far from the truth. So far from the truth. <laughs> really, not what's happening. I was like, don't want to then break down. Like, I didn't really want to go to the toilet because the table's so close together. Whatever. Oh, you did the whole. Like, I didn't do. I didn't want to do that because I wanted to uh, know. I was just like, the fact you even think this of is me is so awful. ridiculous. Yeah, it's just not who, what I'm about or who I am. Mm. Shortly ended after that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is quite bad. Apparently, women do do that though. Do a slip off to the toilet. Yeah, it sounds like he's had some traumatic. Yeah. Previous experiences it's on him. So not on you. Is it a bad dating story, or is it? Yeah, like, no. Have you heard worse? I mean, I've heard worse, <laughs> but but I think like but those are horrific. Because then, like, no one should have. I don't yeah. know who these people are. They're giving these such bad dates. Yeah, I've got other ones where I guess semi-relevant. 
or useful for you to know. Useful. <laughs> useful. Um, I went Good on a date, date with this one guy um, and turned out his mum was like a playboy bunny and his dad like owned Ooh. a fat, like a chain of restaurants in the Bahamas or wherever. But he decided to go on a date rowing in Regent's Park wearing a shirt on a day where it was pissing down with rain. <laughs> and like he just had the most erect nipples the entirety of the day. <laughs> and he Did just, you like, comment on them? Fine. <laughs> It was a very funny day. So I wouldn't say really it was the worst stubborn. day. But yeah, it was just like just humorous. Yeah, bit of a different tone. Mm-hmm. What is your toxic trait? Yeah, this is a weird question to ask on a dating podcast. I feel like it's full on expose. <laughs> no, I like it. People love vulnerability. Oh, you know, okay. It forms emotional connection. I have so many though, um, but <laughs> I think the selling one I'm yourself. Gonna, there. Yeah. You know, you always want, like, want to spin like, it's like a strengths and weakness question you get in interviews, right? Mm. It's like, let's turn the weakness actually into a strength. I actually think my toxic trait is that I'm a people pleaser. Yeah, which isn't terrible. I see what you mean. It's not, it doesn't sound terrible, but it actually is pretty toxic. <laughs> Go on, <laughs> give me an example. Um, I don't know, like you you would just like say yes to stuff that you like weren't that keen on oh, that, doing. Yeah. And then actually that might come through and be like, well, why did you say yes then? Mm. But actually I'm a yes person anyway. Like if someone says like, oh, can you just pay for this? I'd probably be like, yeah, sure. Because I just don't want to, I want to avoid like the drama the, and the chaos. Conflict, and the yeah. conflict, yeah. Maybe a conflict avoider, yeah. Yeah. Which is why you just say yes. Yeah. But it's, there's much worse traits to have, I feel. Do you think? I feel like for you, that's annoying more than for other people. Oh no, people get annoyed with it. Really? Yeah. Because I'm just like too much of an accommodator. They're like, well, what do you want? Like, what do you uh, want to do? They want you to like really Whereas I'm like, yeah, I'll do whatever. Peace. Which I do have an opinion about stuff, but I'm just much rather like accommodate somebody else's. I guess the other one would be like, I'm a bit of a clean freak. Again, that's what I say that's a good thing. <laughs> Is it? No, it's not. I don't know. It depends on what level. Like if you're going to attack me for leaving like a spoon in the sink. No, I'm not that person. Yeah, then fine. It's more like holding myself to that high standard of cleanliness. Like if I haven't made the bed, I'm like, get like twitchy eyed and weird. <laughs> It's the best way to start the day. It just like gets the mindset in place. I don't know. It's the best way to, you know, there's that whole thing of like be 1% better than your previous self. I find making the beds the easiest 1% you could do. If you don't already do that, just do that. It takes two seconds. You're already better than you were yesterday. <laughs> I love how it's like de- defined as being better. Yeah. For all those out there that aren't making their beds, be better. Be better. Do better. <laughs> Try harder. Okay. What about your most controversial opinion? Now, this is pretty controversial. I can just feel like people are going to come out of the woodwork and it's going to cause some <laughs> sort of like this. online beef. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so, you know how it's like this whole popular opinion at the moment, like where women keep saying like chivalry is dead and then men say chivalry is not dead. Mm. You say that it is and it's not. I just don't really like the fact that it's largely applied to men for women, as in like, men are chivalrous towards women i just think everyone should be chivalrous okay i just like everyone should be kind because that's like actually the oxford dictionary definition of it yeah isn't and it, it is. it's not gender specific yeah and i and I, it's weird though because i just i can open the door for myself although it's nice for people to do it for me mm. i don't feel like they should have to feel that way but that's just me but yeah like also that when it comes to paying for bills and i know there's a big big like divide in terms of this opinion like whether a man should pay on the first date the first or women date, should yeah. pay i don't know i'm just Deuces always, but then you can also bring in the opinion of like you can get really political with it and talk about like the income gap between mm. gender pay gap between men and women, and it gets like way more complex. So I just don't want to 
yeah. say that one, but yeah. Something actually really weird happened to me on um, Instagram recently, which I don't know, it's not really related to any of these questions, but I was going to tell you anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, some guy slid into my DMs, random guy, asking for feet pictures. Oh, actually? Actual feet pictures. How much was he going to pay? I had to like really go into the details and he was like, for a collection of feet pictures, you pay £10. I was like, £10. That's not very good. I was like, what are we talking about? A collection of pictures. And he's like, <laughs> from the top. I had a full blown conversation. I was like, entertaining Is he it. Sell just them for on, on like OnlyFans, say. Eh? No, I was like, why don't you go on Google? And he's like, if you saw it came up, came up on Google. Yeah, not cute. Probably. Not cute. I was like, choose only, look at OnlyFans. He might also like love the personal element of like, yeah, only he's got those photos. He wanted me to, he was like, let's work together. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean by like, work together? It's not a collaboration. <laughs> He went to like a bird's eye feet from the collab. side and the sole. I was like, no one's sole of their feet are like sexy nice. enough to pay £10 pounds for. Everyone's got a little bit of peel on those. <laughs> and it was like every week for the foreseeable. And I'm like, no. £10 a week? £40 a month for a collection of photographs of feet. <laughs> of every angle. Yeah. Yeah. It was a hard no. How much would it have been though? For you to say £100 yes. for oh, four photos, yeah, I'd do it. I think I would do that. I think I'd do it. That's £400 like, a month? Yeah, easy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's not what this podcast is about. Moving swiftly on. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why I opened up those I don't know gates. why this is kind of like to do with feet as well. <laughs> but it's not. It's not. Segwaying all over the place. Here. What are your shower thoughts? Obviously, <laughs> guessing it's not just looking Actually, at your I feet. Have, I have thought about feet being an element. I'm like, do people wash the undersides of their feet? Well, uh, no. This is why I was like, I saw a whole big movement about if you wash your feet or not, and it was very segregated into like where you grew up. So like UK people didn't wash their feet. Yeah, I just don't think they do. No, I don't. I mean, I don't really. I know, exactly. But then, like, other people from other countries were like, that's crazy behaviour. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe once in a while, like, if it was a bath situation, but I have showers all the time because I do not understand why people have baths every day. No, that's way too much. No judgment if you do. No, I don't even shower, so. <laughs> I hate it. Hygiene! Um, yeah, so in my, I would say, like, a couple of my shower thoughts would be, like, I probably have a couple of intrusive thoughts, which is again, I don't know what that says about me. But um, but like, am I going to slip over in the shower? Like, you know, I mean, I have like this little cubicle in my flat, and I like put my leg up on the wall, do a little shave number. I'm like, <laughs> if if I fall over and die, is anyone going to know? <laughs> like some weird intrusive thoughts about the shower, um, and like just like regular thoughts, like how many strands of hair are going to come out today? <laughs> oh gosh. Do you never like take it out of your hair and put it up on the wall of the shower? Uh, yeah, I mean, I and put, it in, the, I put it in the brush more than on the wall. Oh, fine. But like, it does collect somehow. I molt a lot. Yeah, I molt. I, women do. Yeah. Apparently, on average, like 100 strands a day. Yeah, and in the shower, it feels like I don't know how exactly. there's hair left. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a weird thought. But yeah. yeah, and I clog the drain all the time. All and, the I, time. and I thought I do a really good job of collecting. Like, my brush is full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know where <laughs> all those have gone. To do, I I have to vacuum all the time because the hair everywhere on the wall makes you feel a bit sick though. Yeah, I take it off every day, every yeah. time. It's just like more. But it's like, you know when you go in a public one and like someone's not oh, peeled it off. And it's like a whole wad, a whole other ball game. If it's not your own, it's a whole <laughs> other ball game. It's kind of gross. What else do I think about in the shower? I'm a big singer, so I like always have music on. Yeah, so I do just like sing my heart out, little Whitney. Okay, final question. Mm-hmm. What's the best advice anyone has ever given you? This is really hard because I just have a memory of a sieve. Um, but 
I guess like the piece of advice that someone gave me that I probably would live by now or try to at least would be um, just to treat somebody how you want to be treated. Yeah, it's good. Doesn't mean that I'm always like perfect or kind, but I fuck up all the time. It's yeah. a good thing to remember in the back of your mind though, being like, would I like this? Yes or no? Yeah. I think like in the dating game, especially like mm. I'm used to be really bad at being late all the time. Really bad trait. So I like really tried to like always be early. Because would you not like I, someone late? I wouldn't I wouldn't care. Yeah. But I know people do care about it. It's like respect for their time, right? Okay. Now I'm very intrigued. I don't know where this is gonna go. I'm I'm intrigued to see what this person's gonna say about you, about yeah. why someone should date you. I would love to know who it's gonna be. <laughs> and what they're gonna I gave say? you a real litter of people. <laughs> they could all give you like real bad scoop on me or really great things. Who or knows? lovely things. People don't say nice things to your face all the time. So it's going to make me feel really uncomfortable. So one of my oldest friends, we'll call her Teach. She's a catch. Funny, compassionate, and always up to something surprising, including this podcast. From living outside of the M25 to now living inside the M25, she's pretty well-traveled. And don't let her accent fool you. She's an edgy resident of East-ish London, or maybe just never leaves Shoreditch House. I actually can't be certain. And she's a looker, guys. From head to apparently her toes, as evidenced by the rando who has been directly messaging her sporadically for a year now, offering big money to buy photos of her feet. She's also the most considerate person I know. The type of person who will ruthlessly and systematically roast you and all of your friends throughout a night, but come the next day, check in, riddled with guilt, to see if you were offended and semi-apologise. Speaking of roasts, she's an incredible cook and host. If you prefer your tacos Guatemalan style, this is the girl for you. But be warned that sourcing the ingredients in the pantry will require visiting independent shops that extend from Belize to Barking. So although her food won't kill you, the shopping trip might. You should also know that there's another guy on the block. His name's Barry. He runs a couple of boot camps. She can do more pull-ups than you, and she won't let you forget it. Finally, she's a triple threat. Her singing, dancing, and acting are all threateningly terrible. But she knows the lyrics to every song can set up a healthy two-meter perimeter with her shadow boxing at the center of a dance floor. And she's genuinely a straight shooter. No acting, no pretense. She is as honest, kind, and open with those she's known for years as those she's uh, about to meet for the first time. So, give her a call. She's worth it. But I'll also throw in a pizza. Bye. Wait, what was the end? I'll also throw in a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> He's incentivizing the listeners to go on a date. Me. Okay, now that's tragic. So he's gonna buy the pizza, is that what he was saying? Yeah. <laughs> there you go, everyone. You want free pizza. If you're interested, great, but there is a pizza. <laughs> on that's so you. Funny. I've never had anyone do that. That's not the end I went. I'll pay you to go on a date with her. What yeah. the fuck? It's like he's providing the pizza. I you should have provided pizza for this recording. <laughs> Should have. I should have bought some pizza. <laughs> yeah, that would have oh, been really, really fun. Oh, I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> no, you don't. Bringing food's not a requirement. I feel like it is now. Yeah. Everyone's well, I feel like, I don't know, if anyone dates that guy, they're just going to get unlimited pizza. <laughs> he has nothing to do with pizza. It's not like Italian or anything. <laughs> it's just so rogue. <laughs> Such a random offer. I thought you might have been like, he works at some place to do yeah, the pizza. Yeah, he is the owner of Frank and Manco. Everyone. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> um, that was really sweet it was nice really like heartfelt and well-rounded mm. I feel like a lot of effort went into that okay final round this or that <laughs> are you decisive Ooh, no 
Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, that was way too long. <laughs> way too long, yeah. So much hesitation. Um, where am I? <laughs> I don't know. I just like to hash out all the options, you know. Would you rather have the shits for a month or take one bite of raw <laughs> animal brain? Ooh, shits for a month. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. Would you rather go to jail for four years for something you didn't do or get away with something horrible you did but always live in fear of being caught? I'm going to go to jail for four years. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, because I would just live in fear. I'm good, quite good at like, compartmentalising stuff in my brain, being like, like, you know when you say something that's not true? Like someone said to you, have you seen Mean Girls? Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, even though you actually haven't. Yeah. And you just keep saying yeah and you start convincing yourself. So I think like option B, there is potential that you could just like Com- man- like convince yeah. yourself that you actually haven't done it. Oh. And that sounds like really no, weird yeah. and psychotic. But if you just keep telling yourself like, no, I didn't, didn't happen. It's all good. Yeah. Then you just live in denial forever. So maybe there's potential um, for that. But I'm going to go with A because I think you could like, prison could be like a little badge of honor. Maybe like form out a little network of people. Like people you'd meet in there would be so interesting. I'm there for the intrigue. I know. I've said this before. I like, I think I'd lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd get really fit. I think I'd pay, take some fun classes. Yeah, I think I'd just watch too many like prison related films where like you build up a Yeah, I feel like it's not people. that good. But like. Maybe I'll be like, discover my rapping talent and be like Tupac. Oh, yeah. just, like, like or, or you, yeah, you come out and you have like an epiphany of like, this yeah. is what I meant to do. You just record all these songs and write all this stuff in prison. I think realistically, though, I'd probably be hated, stabbed, and um, yeah, I bullied. Down there. No, you think no. I'd be repping I reckon the prisons? Like, I reckon you like own your own like hair salon inside this prison. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'd be like a. I don't know. Podcast of the prison system. Podcast of the prison system. I'll match make people Imagine in the, the prison. opportunity. <laughs> yeah. I'll be the prison matchmaker. They don't matchmaker. have mixed sex prisons anymore, do they? I've got no idea. I'm not an expert. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't see many TV shows about that. So Yeah. I guess no. I'm going to go with prison still. Okay. Oh, I feel like I might know the answer now. Now I know you a bit better. <laughs> Sing in front of the nation on New Year's Eve, on live television, or have to wear swimwear for a week. But you still have to go to all your normal activities. Number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easy. Easy. Yeah. Like, I I'm quite comfortable coming. in my body. Mm. Um, but in the freezing cold outside right now, going out in a bathing suit, yeah, bikini is just not the one. If it was summer, I'd be more inclined. But like I just right feel now. like there's so many negatives that could come with wearing swimwear for a week. Like, what if you get fired? Because they're like, you can't come in like that. That's a very good point. <laughs> it could like really have major implications on your life. Whereas singing on national TV on New Year's Eve, I feel like most people would be like, that's kind of funny. Unless that's quite cool. If someone's like throwing in a free holiday, then I would definitely take the bikini one. <laughs> no, like, it says you have to do your usual activities. Which I mean not going you. away. <laughs> Thinking outside the box. But yeah. But yeah, I'd sing in front of the nation. Yeah. I'd make an absolute mess of myself and then I'd get like a record deal the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Dream big. Easy. Okay, final one. Would you rather die in 20 years with no regrets or die in 50 years with many regrets? First one. Yeah. I actually wouldn't hate dying young. I'm not really scared of death. Are you not? No. That's cool. I'm really not. I think I would just really hate to be like dependent on other people to do stuff because I'm quite an independent person. Mm. So having someone else do my, like, wipe my ass and brush my teeth and shower me, just not there for that. No. And also, the, I mean, the question was more about regret. <laughs> <laughs> Not really getting old. No, but it, it went with, because, like, obviously that's the poor option. It's like, 
you li- you live longer, but you have loads of regrets, whereas you're not that bothered about living longer. So the no. benefit of that option... Quality over quantity. ...doesn't really mm-hmm. suit you as much. So. What about you? What would you choose? The first. Yeah. Okay. That so, concludes yeah. the podcast, yeah. We're done. Do you have any final words? Um, I'm not really sure how I came across in that whatsoever. <laughs> um, all I'm all I'm hearing is like, doesn't Genuine. hasn't murdered. She can kind of bake a little bit. Yeah, clean freak. I just say yeah, and they're the kindness and equality. Love it. Yeah, it's me. So if you love the sound of this guest and also fancy the bribe in here from her bestie of free pizza, get in touch with the podcast via Instagram at Single Sounds. See you next week for a special Valentine's episode to celebrate the podcast's one year anniversary. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday.